The Rudy Giuliani Show. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Well, we introduced our show. This is the uh, Rudy Giuliani Show. And I'm live from New York. That was by no means live. It was a, a rendition that has gone viral uh, for all the wrong reasons by uh, the governor of, believe it or not, of Colorado. Now, I saw a little connection between two articles today. The one is the picture of him. Now, if you think he sounds funny, he looks even more ridiculous. Uh, yesterday, I compared him to the uh, mascot for the Democrat Party, a jackass, but it was kind of embarrassing because I happen to like donkeys. Uh, and it was sort of, but now it looks like there is some uh, possibility that through a bioscience and through something called resurrection biology, they're going to be able to bring back the dodo bird which became extinct in the 17th century. And um, a, a startup named Colossal Bioscience announced this year its plan. I'm reading here from the Post, Patrick Riley's column. Meanwhile, startup Colossal Bioscience has announced this year its plan to revive the dodo, a flightless bird, which makes it kind of not a bird, right? that has been extinct since the 17th century and reintroduced it to its natural habitat on the island of Mauritius in the Indian Ocean. That's the one where Trump, I mean, uh, Biden's going to build a road across the Indian Ocean from Africa to India, the highway. Uh, It's going to be really interesting when he does that, uh, probably when he's in the prison hospital for demented people. Um. And this bird is connected, in case you wanted to know, to the Nicobar pigeon. So they're going to take, like, genes from that pigeon with a chicken embryo. And don't ask me how they're going to do it, but they're going to do a dodo bird. So that could, this guy could introduce a new, whole new, you know, they have to have, they have to change the name of the Democrat Party because it's the party of slavery. Eventually they will because the hypocrisy will catch up with them. So when they do that and get rid of their donkey, poor donkey would feel good because he's a lot smarter than Biden. And uh, and this guy here, uh, Governor, oh, you want to know his name? <laughs> Jared Polis. This is why uh, Colorado is a disaster, because it has a, um, a dodo or jackass like this as governor. And uh, true in most of the states with Democrat governors and Democrat mayors, uh, where crime is way out of control. And in Colorado, it's sort of the uh, pot capital of America, so one never knows exactly what was influencing him. Big decision by the Michigan Supreme Court, reaffirming uh, my uh, belief in myself as an interpreter of the Constitution, and an interpreter of uh, statutory and constitutional language. Um, uh, they keep missing the fact that the president is not included in the 14th Amendment and almost seems like president and vice president are deliberately excluded from coverage and therefore uh, from being disqualified based on being involved in the Civil War. <laughs> uh, 
um, which is what it really was about. But if you want to broaden it a little, uh, you broaden it a little, but you got to stick with the fact that the president and vice president are not mentioned. Senator is mentioned. Congressman is mentioned. Electors for president and vice president. And then any, uh, any other office, basically. I'm sorry, president, vice president, it's not any other office. The Michigan Supreme Court, kind of confusing because courts find all kinds of reasons when they don't want to, to avoid having to really interpret things. God forbid they should stand for something. Uh, This one is going out on uh, something people know very little about, but I do because I wrote a law review note on this with my uh, roommate way back a thousand years ago uh, on the political question doctrine which hasn't been used very much uh, recently. It had been used in the earlier part, the first half of the 20th century, more often. Basically, it is that uh, certain questions are so political in nature that they're not intended for the court. They're intended for the political branches of the government, which is the, you know, uh, Article I legislature, Article II executive, the president. And that's, that's what was used. So it was a it was a either a unanimous decision. There was a strange dissent by a Democrat nominated justice, Elizabeth Welch. But reading it, I can't tell if it is a dissent or not. She's dissenting on the question that on the way they decided it. She says, I'll read what she says. The only legal issue properly before the court is whether the court of claims and the court of appeals erred by holding that the Michigan secretary of state lacks a legal authority to remove or withhold former President Donald J.'s Trump name from the Michigan uh, ba- uh, ballot. And uh, she said, I would also vacate the court of claims analysis and application for the question doctrine as unnecessary dicta, considering the court's conclusion on the merits as to the primary election and the rightness as to the general. And for these reasons, I respectfully dissent. Sounds like she's dissenting on the grounds for the decision, not the actual decision that Michigan should not take Trump off the ballot. Now, uh, this was this 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 was funded by um, by a group called Free Speech for the People. Who knows who's putting up the money for it? I have a few guesses, but I, I don't like to guess. I'll get it. I'll find out because they're doing this all over the country. It's like the ones who put up for the, uh, money for the cases against me, the cases against Trump, the cases against lawyers, the ones who put up money to get us disbarred. Uh, th- these are hit, hit groups. Um, so they now are, have a pretty sad record. I mean, they, they, they won in Colorado four to three. Now, that was an entirely uh, Democrat court. So three Democrats uh, ruled in, on that court that this, this uh, uh, theory just is not, doesn't work. It's unconstitutional or it's wrong or it just doesn't work. I mean, it doesn't apply to, to, to the president or to Trump. Uh, and, four, and, th- and four Democrats said, well, you can take Trump off the ballot. Here we have a, a court of, let's see, we have three Republicans and four Democrats. So uh, three and three, the three Republicans and the three Democrats, uh, except for Elizabeth, that, that all of them voted to, uh, uh, to not take Trump off the ballot. And uh, the six out of seven, three Democrats, three Republicans, agreed that the court should not take this case because it's a political question. 
Elizabeth M. Welsh dissented from uh, their decision not to take it as a political question, but said she f- she she didn't she believed it didn't have to be because the court below had rejected it on standing grounds. So I don't know. I don't know. If that's a dissent. In any event, it's either a unanimous decision or it's a six to one decision. And we would call this a uh, bipartisan decision. Three Democrats, three Republicans, all saying that really this whole theory from the very beginning, as I told you, is nutsville and an indication of how frivolous they all are. It, it is it's the same thing with the four. I read, I read a very, very uh, uh, first at, uh, 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 an, an outline and then a much more in-depth review of the four cases that are going to go to trial uh, last last night after my show. And uh, I, I didn't realize really how uh, vapid and, and uh, honestly how stupid the cases are. They're not crimes. I'm sorry. They, are, they, they don't, the, the four really dishonest Democrat prosecutors, not one of them really charges a crime. Now here is, this is undeniable. None of them charge a crime that was ever charged before. If it is a, a crime, they just made it a crime. There isn't a precedent for, for example, a president being prosecuted who has papers under the Presidential Record Act and is analyzing it. There is no uh, record of anyone ever doing that, even though all presidents have kept papers for a long... Nobody's bothering to tell you how long the prince kept his papers. Prince Obama, who, of course is uh, uh, exempt from the criminal justice system as he was exempt from criticism on Saturday Night Live. They just said that. Uh, they said they stopped criticizing Democrats because they couldn't find anything to criticize or make fun of with uh, Obama. Now, I could. The guy said, uh, about 40 times uh, in every uh, one minute of speaking. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. And he somehow became editor of a law review without writing anything, which I've never heard of uh, before. You could have done a heck of a skit on how he became head of the law review without writing. There's a whole bunch of reasons I could figure that he became head of it. Uh, I mean, let's let's face it. I mean, he slept through Benghazi. That that had been a good skit. His people are getting murdered, and he's uh, snoring. Nobody can wake him up. You, you can have a lot. You can have a. He he gave. Uh, uh, Millions, if not tens of millions of dollars in cash to terrorists uh, in, in the middle of the night, airplane trips, not disclosed to the public, kind of the way people deal drugs in Chicago. Who knows where he learned how to do it that way? Now, you can have a lot of fun with Biden. I mean, with Obama. Obama. Biden is not worth making fun of because he's demented. I mean, it's kind of like making fun of it, the sick. And by the way, he's such a tragedy. Well, the other guy was. The other guy was, too. I think this is a very good indication of where the Supreme Court will come out on this. Uh, and I think they really do have to settle it so that some idiot doesn't come up with the idea of doing this again. And we've got Republicans that want to do it to Biden. They want to do it to him on the invasion, the border invasion, which we're going to speak about as soon as we come back. And, uh, and they want to do it on uh, all the money from China. <laughs> Those are real, real issues, particularly the second one. The second one's straight out bribe. 
I can tell you all the things he's doing in exchange for it. You can see it. We'll be back in a uh, in just a, f- a few minutes to take up those interesting topics and a few others. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, live from New York with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Uh, I went back and looked at, and the name of the, of the case, in case you want to read it, is LeBrant versus Benson. And uh, ju- Judge or Justice Welsh, the dissenting Democrat, dissented on the theory of political question. She did agree with the lower court, however, that in Michigan they do not have the power to keep Trump off the ballot. So on the question of whether Trump should or should not be on the ballot, it's unanimous. Uh, 7-0, Michigan cannot take him off the ballot. Four, uh, uh, I'm sorry, six, three Republicans, three Democrats, say political question doctrine, and one uh, says uh, the statutes of Michigan don't allow you to do it. So pretty, pretty uh, strong uh, defeat, as was... Uh, similar rejection in Minnesota, uh, a ridiculous opinion in Colorado, four to three, four Dems against three Dems. Um, Hopefully something will be done about that. Uh, We have a border crisis of dimensions that cannot be exaggerated. This is an invasion of the United States that has never happened before. Uh, We're up in, without, with conservative numbers, we're at about 5 uh, million that have come in, been uh, uh, preliminarily interviewed, not vetted really, uh, and uh, allowed to, 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 to have an asylum hearing and then given as much as five years for that hearing to take place and put on parole during that period of time. Now, you're never going to hear from most of them again. Uh, now, the vast majority of them are not entitled to asylum on the merits. All of them are not entitled to asylum because they should have claimed it in the first country they came to. Now, there may be a few that came directly from China. Maybe the big spies came directly from China or the big fentanyl people. Uh, but most of them came through Mexico. The law is quite clear. You've got to apply for asylum in the first country you land in, and you can be denied uh, asylum in the United States on that basis, for, which would apply to 98% of them, all the ones that are running around New York, the ones not causing trouble and the ones causing trouble, but all of which are bankrupting us, whether they're causing trouble or not, and making it impossible for us to have the right size police force, the right facilities for our children in school, uh, tossing veterans out of uh, facilities for them, tossing our homeless people uh, out of uh, facilities and giving them better facilities. All of this is unnecessary because all of it's illegal. And anybody who tells you, you know, you can't call them illegal migrants is totally absurd because all of them, with a very, very narrow little group that could uh, amount to, you know, almost statistically uh, insignificant, all of them uh, violated the law by coming in here and not having declared asylum in the first country they came to and are not entitled to make an asylum claim. Now, also... About 95% of them don't have an asylum claim, and they're lying. And when they have a hearing, uh, no more than about 4 or 5% actually prevail. That's why they never show up. 
And some of them basically are telling you that the caravan, the caravan uh, coming up uh, here has all kinds of signs about wanting money and jobs. And when they get interviewed before they're prepped by the cartels, they, they tell you the truth. Oh, yeah, we don't, we, we're political. Nah, we, don't, we don't know anything about politics. We, 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 want, we want a job. Or then the ones that don't tell you are the ones that are coming here to bring fentanyl. We know that's true because we have record fentanyl deaths under Biden. Uh, involved in child and sex trafficking, where America leads the world now. Thank you, uh, Joe Biden. That's all due to Joe Biden. The fentanyl deaths are all due to Joe Biden. Um, he just he opened the borders. Trump had him closed. Some idiot on one of the only two stations I watched today said, "Well, there there was illegal immigration under Trump." Uh, well, we're, we're going to take a uh, we're going to take a short break now, and we'll be right back. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you. Rudy Giuliani live from New York, where we are having uh, enormous problems with uh, protests. And uh, to me, they're of particular um, well, more than embarrassment. Embarrassment is too too mild a word. First of all, we, sh- we shouldn't have these protests the way, the way they're happening. They're not really protests. They turn into little riots because people get arrested. And the cops have been uh, completely uh, uh, defanged from the ability to stop these things. Uh, the, New York agreed uh, with Black Lives Matter. Black, Black Lives Matter sued New York for treating them poorly during the 2020 um, uh, riots uh, that uh, created billions of dollars in damage. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if anybody died in New York. I think they did, but people died all over the country because of their riots. They certainly uh, provoked enormous numbers of attacks on police. Every one of their protests or riots is sparked by you know pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon, an invocation to attack and kill police. And they've succeeded in getting the attacks on law enforcement up uh, quite a bit since they started that. Uh, they're also a communist organization, uh, and that is uh, their own. If, if somebody, you know, if all these people who donated money to them ha- had the ability to read, which I guess somehow they forgot how to do, they would have spent just a little time doing a little due diligence on Black Lives Matter before they forked over millions and millions of dollars to them and found out that they're run by dedicated Marxist Leninists who want to take down the United States. Uh, and the nuclear family, and God, and 
Nice, nice uh, uh, big charity for the NFL, Major League Baseball, uh, all the big companies to support. A, a hateful, horrible, anti-Semitic, anti-Christian, anti-God, anti-America organization of uh, people who encourage the murder of police officers. And then they also cheat and stole the money. Uh, no apologies yet from the people who, who did that. Um, but in any any event, uh, Black Lives uh, 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 Matter uh, is gets a lot of money from George Soros, as does the Democratic Party. I don't know where the money for these this is coming from, but in that lawsuit, the city caved, settled, and the city agreed uh, to no kettling. What does kettling mean? Kettling means that when uh, when you find uh, some of the people that are the ones that you're that are causing the trouble, because a lot of these are organized uh, uh, events. Not everybody, but the organizers are there. Kind of like the way you're going to find out January 6 happened, when you get the truth and the 95 percent of the film you haven't seen. I mean, the little bit you've seen already that's leaked out is devastating to the uh, false fraud of the J6 committee and just about everybody. Uh, but what you what 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 um, the, the city caved in on the lawsuit. I have no idea why. I mean, none of these they were all let out of jail by Bragg and everybody else who you know kisses their backsides. Um, so the city agreed no kettling. You can't put the people aside. Now I, I, we have the um, basically you know I I when I was mayor I had a, thousands of lawsuits and. As I did everything else, I micromanaged the lawsuits, particularly since I was a mayor, even though I had great corporation counsel, because ultimately it's my decision, not the corporation counsel. I want you to listen to one of the many indications of why this man should never have been the mayor of New York, because he doesn't have the qualities to be a leader. So let's listen to Adams explain to us that he doesn't agree, he doesn't agree with uh, this kettling uh, decision. The, the signals we got was uh, they were telling us that we could have had a worse of outcome if we didn't come to some type of settlement. That was the signals. When I, as soon as I read the, the settlement, I said, this is a problem. This is a problem. And, you know, you have to go by the advice of your attorneys, you know. But uh, as soon as I read it, anyone who policed this city uh, should be concerned about What's in the settlement? We didn't elect uh, his attorneys, did we? Uh-uh. We elected him. And his attorneys weren't telling him this is lawful or unlawful. Of course he got to go in the advice of attorneys and attorneys say this is unlawful. What they were saying to him is uh, uh, we're afraid, we think we're going to lose money. First of all, he's got a bunch of... I'm in enough trouble with the Bar Association criticizing New York lawyers, aren't I? I mean, the Bar Association is, you want woke in capital letters? You want uh, 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 Trump derangement syndrome in capital letters? When they render their opinion, please expect a vicious, lying, dishonest opinion about what I did from a group of uh, extremely disturbed people, the Trump derangement people. Uh, but this is, I mean, this is, this is ridiculous. Of course you overrule your lawyers if you think they're wrong. 
This is a policy decision. What, what the outcome would have been adverse, it would have, uh, they're telling him you're going to lose a lot of money in, in front of a jury to Black Lives Matter. So appeal it. Appeal it. Of course you're going to lose a lot of money the way I, the way I lost in, uh, in front of a D.C. jury. You think you get fair trials anymore in crooked democratic cities? Of course not. Not even the city gets a fair trial. But you, but we have actually a pretty damn good appellate system in New York. And at least up until the recent screwing around by Hochul with the Court of Appeals, I was pretty happy with our, our Court of Appeals. I mean, look at the Michigan court. Uh, maybe, uh, even me, we have to be, uh, scolded if we do too much of this Democrats all vote and Republicans all vote. There are still exceptions. You know, I was let out of two cases by Democrat judges with actually pretty strong opinions. Nobody reports them. <laughs> but even the, 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 the January 6th thing, uh, the judge uh, ruled that there was no plausible evidence that had anything to do with the violence, that I never used words that provoked violence in, in any way. Uh, I think he was basically saying that what I was saying was so legally complicated, nobody would understand it anyway, but no, no he wasn't, but something like that. But uh, the reality is that right now we've got all, all of these cases coming up next year. I think this, uh, this decision in um, uh, this decision in Michigan will clearly uh, pretty much carry the day. If you read it, even the dissent is quite interesting because it's not a dissent. Maybe that's too technical. I don't know. But it really is not. She agrees that Trump should be on the ballot. But she doesn't agree with the reasoning of the other three Republicans and three Democrats. I really do like that it's three Republicans and four Democrats that came to this conclusion. It could make it easier for the, for, for the liberals on the Supreme Court. Uh, I mean, it, it, it might. You can't tell. It might. Also, with this, which is group of, uh, of, of, um, people now coming over the border. What do we have about, it's up to about 15,000 head, headed for the border to come over. Please realize that I believe that every time now one of them comes over the border, Biden could be uh, disqualified from office or impeached because it is quite clear now that he is deliberately flaunting the law uh, and deliberately violating his oath to faithfully execute the laws of the United States. The laws of the United States say that these people are illegal if they could have uh, uh, asked for asylum. And the, every one of them coming over from Mexico is illegal. Every one of them should be stopped if we had a president who lived up to the oath that he took when he was sworn in. And now we're talking about he's violated this thing millions of times. Millions of times. And they're trying Trump on four bull charges in an election year, and they don't want us to think this is election interference, like when they covered up the hard drive. I mean they got a bad they got a bad record for this stuff. A really, really bad record. 
I mean, uh, th- this is what they do because they can't win elections. They really can't. They cannot win elections. I, I don't, I don't uh, get it. But I tell you guys, go, go pick somebody for me on the phone because the, um, it hasn't come through. But go ahead and pick somebody. I want to talk to somebody on the phone. Well, maybe there's nobody there listening to me. Ooh, that's scary. But in any event, maybe they'll maybe they'll wake up. <laughs> maybe they'll wake up. They're they're supposed to send me a list of the people that called, and I I don't I don't see that list. It, sometimes it comes through. Sometimes it doesn't come through, and it hasn't come through. It hasn't come through. It's terrible because I want to talk to you, and you want to talk to me. This is this is like. Uh, it's like one of those movies where the the lovers are restrained by the prison. Yeah, I mean, you know, could be. You guys may want to just suppose that you know. Suppose I get convicted in uh, in Georgia. They could put me. Uh, Fanny Fanny wants to put me and Trump in jail for twenty years. I would get out of jail, uh, assuming she can't try it this year, and she gets to try it next year. I'll be 80 at that time. I'd get I'd, I'd get out at the br- uh, bright old age of 100. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I must say, I must say that um, I think I, you know, I'd have a lot. I mean, I could write some good books. I could. There are a lot of books I haven't been able to read that I could read. But do you realize the? If I weren't me, I would be really against this. I mean, I did do a few things that could be taken into consideration in whether you sort of grant me the benefit of the doubt that I'm probably telling the truth, you know, uh, unless I had like a major breakdown of some kind and just turned into a monster. Um, maybe I'm telling you, and then maybe you might take a look at the fact that where we've finally gotten to a conclusion, I've turned out to be unbelievably correct, like Russian collusion. I told you at the very beginning that it was false, that it really was Ukrainian collusion. And it is. And was. And I told you the hard drive came from Mr. Magnus, not, not China. And I was defamed by Biden. I'm suing him, you know. The press doesn't cover that because it's a real defamation case. I mean, if I can get sued, he can get sued. And by the way, a president is not immune to civil process, meaning I can take his deposition, which I am aiming to do. Uh, that should be interesting, huh? Don't you think? I think it would be extremely interesting. So uh, this case in um, this case in um, Grand Cent- in Grand Central is um, I don't know. It reminds me of cases before I was mayor when I was U.S. attorney and started developing the idea of running for mayor where people from out of town would come here and they'd be killed or horribly treated or raped. and For some reason, uh, although obviously it's the same, uh, people are people, it has more impact because it scares people from coming here. And, and the way a- Adams is handling this thing is uh, it's, kind of a, it's kind of absurd. I don't know if he's kind of lost it with the pressure can we play the part that the president president doesn't talk to him or something? 
Why, if you don't think sort of the vocalness of your complaints is why the Biden administration has denied your repeated pleas for aid, why do you think they have? Um, I'm, I am baffled, I, you know, that why uh, they're not seeing of Washington on the whole. And oftentimes people talk about the Biden administration, but I'm critical of Congress as well. Well, uh, uh, this is a Democrat mayor of New York. I used to talk to Clinton, I would say, regularly. I was at the White House. I was on Air Force One with Clinton. I supported uh, the crime bill. He used me. I supported the welfare legislation. Uh, I got their help on uh, a number. Then I sued them and beat them on uh, on line item veto. So um, a great letter from Clinton saying what a great mayor I was. Now, he was a Democrat, and I disagreed with him completely. You know, not completely, but I disagreed with him on the fundamentals. Let's see if we can. Uh, let's see if we can. If we can take a call from uh, from Jimmy, we only have uh, a minute or two, Jimmy. But if you can get it in, all these experts and historians who praise, rightfully so, the founding fathers, they're leaving out one of the most important things. The founding fathers urged urged us to have eternal vigilance, to ple- pledge eternal vigilance. Now you know I've been vigilant. I've been fighting the communists at every level. I got aid to the Contras in Nicaragua. Bless you. I helped the people in Afghanistan. I helped people in China. I fought them here. I exposed enemy operations here. We can't get any conservative, any of the big people with the big microphone, Mr. Mayor. They're afraid. They're afraid of being – they're still afraid of that McCarthy bull. They're afraid they're going to be labeled extremist and McCarthy people. I even noticed they avoid – they act like – Oh, I wonder why this happened, and I wonder why that happened. But I am hearing more of them, Jimmy, and this is due to your work. They won't say communism, but they will say Marxism now. They'll say a lot of Marxist influence in the Biden administration, or some parts of the government have turned Marxist. Now, I've heard that from a number of the people on, well, you'll hear it more on Newsmax than Fox, but you'll hear it on Fox, too. I, I agree with you, though, that they're – I don't think they disagree with you and me. I know they don't. I talk to a lot of them. But they're, they're afraid that people will write them off. Here's the simple fact, and we can just state it. Uh, Biden has basically, in many respects, created a communist government here. We'll be back with the mayor's of, uh, final thoughts. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, and I'm back with the Tunnel to Towers sponsored Mayor's Final Thoughts. Of course, Tunnel to Towers is an organization that you want to be a part of. Uh, I think they should set up qualifications for membership. (laughs) The only qualification is that you have a good heart and that you understand and appreciate the men and women in uniform who who sacrifice for us and who lose their lives in the line of duty or lose the ability to, to, to act uh, normally by becoming ca- catastrophically injured or impaired. Tunnels to Towers is there right away with a check to pay off the mortgage on the home. And when people need help with a, with a smart home and a home that allows you maximum independence, they build it. And your $11 a month helps to make that possible. 
So please, $11 a month, T2T.org. T, the number 2T.org. You will be doing yourself a favor. Believe me. Uh, My final thoughts today, I want to give you an observation that uh, I made um, on a podcast I did uh, yesterday. A little bit is on there today. If you go to uh, Twitter, X, and you go to subscribe, uh, you can get it. I think it's been uploaded. But I'm going to do one in a little more detail because I've gotten more information about it. it's very interesting that both Xi Jinping and the Ayatollah and the decision makers in the uh, regime of terror are both weighing a decision of whether to act now or to uh, because they have they can take advantage of Biden or to wait until they're better prepared. For example, you you might have noticed that uh, Xi, uh, Xi Jinping is making an awful lot of noises about Taiwan. Yesterday at the birthday of Mao Zedong. He again repeated that he's going to take Taiwan back soon, pretty soon, and he told Biden directly he's going to do it, and he's going to try to do it, and he said, I'm going to try to do it peacefully. I mean, I don't know if I registered with uh, Mr. Demented, but uh, so they have to decide, or let's say China for a, minute, for, for a moment, uh, uh, do they want to do it now when they got a patsy in the White House, uh, or do they want to wait until they're ready to take out the entire Pacific fleet? which is what they think they, they could do in about three or four years. And Iran also. Iran, you know, might be able to put together three missiles in a couple of weeks, but that's nothing compared to what they'd be hit with. So Iran doesn't want to see an all-out war, which means they're not ready. Biden, grow a pair of and hit them. You're putting our troops in danger. God bless America. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll go into greater detail on this. God bless you and God bless America.